Peter Hill Explains, where I invite you to join the science teaching conversation with me about... Ari Curie, uh, reading from the Great Scientist, a coffee table book. Uh, Sort of very fascinating um, to sort of see how um, most of the scientists, um, or a lot of the scientists, had these astrological uh, cosmic beliefs behind them, uh, we would call it religious, there's religious belief in here, and how it sort of came to be in, how it manifests in a, a female personality in such a, a male-dominated world, it's pretty amazing to see. Marie Curie, 1867-1934, became the first person to isolate the radioactive elements plutonium and uranium, earning her the 1903 Nobel Prize for Physics together with her husband, colleague Pierre. Marie and Curie uh, were also awarded the Nobel Prize for Chemistry in 1911. That's interesting. Today, the very word radioactivity usually strikes fear in the best of us. Uh, having, uh, oh yes, uh, having the associations it does with nuclear warfare, radioactive poisoning, and cancer. Knowing nothing of the lethal properties, Marie Curie embarked on, upon docketed research into her topic. Her progress is all the more remarkable when one considers the difficulties of her career as a scientist at a time when society frowned upon women working in this field, and her determination and courage in pursuing her discoveries in a life dogged by financial difficulties, ill health and personal tragedy. Isn't that beautiful way it's said there? Early years, Marie was born in Warsaw, Poland on the 7th of November 1867, and Christian Maria Schlawowska. She changed her name to Marie when she moved to France. Her parents, both teachers, uh, but it was Marie's father who inspired his daughter a love of science and nature. And Marie's lifelong struggle with personal tragedy began when she was seven and her elder sister, Zofia, died of typhus. Her mother died just four years later of tuberculosis. Uh, remember that um, Dmitri Mendeleev also had tuberculosis, so it was a big thing. Marie came a serious, studious child who regularly topped the class. By the time she was 18, she was set upon going to university to study physics. As a woman, she was barred from higher education in her native Poland, so she planned to go to the Sorbonne in Paris, France. The family had little money, and she struck a deal with her sister, Bronya, to get around the situation. Marie would work as a governess to fund her sister's passage through university. And then, Boronio, qualified and working, she would pay for Marie's education. Marie spent eight long, frustrating years as a governess until, in 1891, uh, she finally boarded a train to Paris. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, Paris at last. Not only was Paris an exciting city, buzzing with cultural and artistic vitality, but for Marie, it meant freedom from to devote her to learning all there was to know about the field of physics. The laboratories at Sorbonne were well equipped to run by um, some of the most respected scientists of the day. Though Marie was just one of a handful of women studying science at the great university, she felt at home. She dedicated her life to her studies and in 1893 graduated in physics, taking first place in the year. Two years later, Marie completed the second degree in mathematics. In 1894, Marie and Pierre Curie, uh, who died in 1906, um, 
the quiet, grave scientist, professor of the School of Physics at the Sorbonne, was Marie's perfect other half. Dear, I hate the way they talk about this. Uh, through dedicated to his profession, he was also at home with nature and loved being outdoors. The couple were married in 1895 and lived frugally in a small flat in Paris. In 1897, Marie gave birth to their first granddaughter, Irene. Gave birth to daughter, Irene. <laughs> it's not a birth to their granddaughter. That would be a remarkable thing. That same year, Marie began her PhD dissertation in investigation of the properties of the element uranium, X-rays and beyond. In 1895, a German physicist called Wilhelm Röttgen uh, 1845 to 1923, had discovered the electromagnetic rays that came known as X-rays. Then, in 1896, the French physicist Anton-Henri Becquerel, who died in 1908, found uranium salt produced what he thought were similar rays, which were subsequently called Becquerel rays. He, he deduced that these rays were properties of atoms. He discovered uh, the discovery of X-rays, and Becquerel rays opened up a whole new field of research for scientists and in the turn started the nuclear age. Marie began her own research to determine which element gave off similar emissions. She set up a laboratory in a dark and dusty storeroom at the Sorbonne School of Physics. With no money to fund her research, she made use of her husband's Pierre's measuring equipment instruments. In 1898, Marie coined the term radioactive to describe elements that gave off mystery rays. Eventually, Marie found a compound uh, which produced more radiation than uh, uranium. In fact, led her to conclude that it contained more radioactive element than uranium. And yet the element was undiscovered, which presented Marie with a challenge of her lifetime. She needed to isolate the element to prove the world that was existed. The problem was so tantalising that Pierre joined his wife in her quest. Dirty work. Great sacks of pitch blend were uh, delivered to the cramped laboratory, where... Um, and uh, where there was little room to manoeuvre. The processing of Richmond was run like a military operation. First it was ground down, a kilogram at a time, and then it was sieved through, uh, being boiled and continually stirred for hours to form a liquid which was distilled. Finally, the liquid was electrolyzed to give a new amount of radioactive element and was isolated. The process was evaporating, but Marie battled on, determined to find the element that she would name for her homeland. In spring... 1898, Marie and Pierre discovered polonium. It was an extraordinary element, and that it glowed in the dark uh, when it was mixed with water. Curie's triumph was short-lived. Yes, hon? Okay. another story comes to a close it's been a pleasure sharing this moment in time with you may you discover truly amazing things understand them and tell others thanks for listening